this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet robe let's just get right into it here today as i adjust my mic so i'm sorry if that doesn't sound good no, everybody. i just it's had to adjust good. my green screen it was like all over the place i mean adjusting the mic welcome david velvet rope sarah fraser <laughs> hi david Yontif. oh my that's god your, that's your b-level introduction here today sarah David, 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 do we have dirt? And I'm just going to say it. I think you owe me lunch. I owe you lunch. I think you owe me lunch at Craig's, which I hear the food is terrible, but the scene is great. Now, here's a couple of things. First off, let's start with our last time we talked about, we talked about a text that you received from the one, the only Miss Candace Diller. Yes, Candace. And you said she texted you to say, hey, girl, how's L.A., bish? And that she is getting ready to film RHOP. And I called bullshit. I said, I think Candace is very good at what she does. Love me some candy gal. But love the music, too. It's, it's real music. Um, but, you know, that I thought this was a red herring and Candace was putting it out there on purpose so you would spread the narrative. You did get press, Sarah. I got you picked oh up. Oh, my God. David got the press. Like, I don't know 
know if I want this press or not. I know. Do you think it's a violation? Should I have read her text? I, I have not heard from her. I hope that's a good sign that she's just busy. Um, but maybe it's a sign we're no longer friends. I don't know. Listen, there are but, so many housewives that kind of hate me. Um, I'll silence my phone, everyone. Um, there are a bunch of housewives that hate me. So I don't know. You know, I find that these housewives just don't understand that you and me and their neighbor and their barber and their beautician and their nail person, that the rest of us people need to eat. We actually need to put food in our bodies. Now I've put a lot of food in my body and things are going in the wrong direction, but I'm taking <laughs> care of it. I've made some, I've made some appointments, shout out to Dr. Julie, and we're, we're going to rectify some of the things that are happening here, but we all need to eat. And, um, yeah. So I find that in my experience, the housewives get mad. If you are on your knee pads, kissing their ass, they will still be mad about something because they are up there and we are all down here in this world. So do I think Candace is mad at you that you read these texts on Behind the Velvet Rope? And if you come on Behind the Velvet Rope, if you're Beyonce or if you're Sarah Fraser, you still get the same amount of press. I got you some press. It's in print. Sarah Fraser has spoken out about Candy Gal. I told you you were going to get press as soon oh as you God. said this. But I don't think she's, I think she is, look, there's a lot of cool housewives. Like Margaret's never gotten mad at me for anything for revealing anything. So I, I feel, don't think, I don't think Candace, I, you know, I think Candace really gets the game of television. And I think Candace, as long as people are talking about her, I think Candace is thrilled. I don't think every housewife feels that way. Um, you know, I know Ashley Darby as well, and I know she's been on more of a spiritual journey and she really, I don't think likes, she hasn't said this to me, but I just, in knowing her and seeing her at events, I don't think she likes the gossip. I don't think Candy really cares. I, I don't think Candace cares at all. I think Candace doesn't give a fuck as long as people are talking. She's now picked up for another season. Um, no, I just felt, and you know, I didn't reveal everything in the text message. I guess, it, you know, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, it's a fine line, I think, of like reading people's personal texts. But overall, I, I think, and I will follow up with her this week, that she would be happy that I was defending and saying she would be back. And now it looks like she'll be back. And please, when you talk to Candy Gal, tell her that I wasn't, I wasn't coming for her. I just, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe her text, um, which I guess I was kind of shading her, but I didn't, I just was giving my honest opinion. I had nothing against her. I really thought it was a red herring. And, you know, I believed the hype of like, it made, listen, I think she should be back. I'm thrilled she's back. And I thought she was probably coming back. But the more I read that she wasn't, the more I'm like this makes sense. It wasn't like I was reading Teresa Giudice is not coming back to the Real Housewives of New Jersey because they fired her. Not, not, oh. That doesn't make sense. But I, I was like, this, this, this candy gal gets a little crazy sometimes. She has to be on your show. I love you. I mean, and you're so sincere and you like ride for like everybody that's been on your show. Like you're, so, I'm like more of a bitch on this like podcast than you are. Like I'm always talking shit about people and you're like, no, they're really nice. I'm like, oh, fuck David. But I will say this. Also, Candy fuels the drama. That tweet earlier this this uh, week where she wrote, well, when one door closes, another door opens. Here's my theory on that. I think that was referring to something in her music career or even more so in her acting career. Because honestly, in knowing Candace a little bit and having Chris Bassett on, you know, my show over the years, Candy, I think, really wants to be a legit actress and singer. That's what she really wants to do. And I think yeah. she's, I don't think she gives a shit about housewives like long term. I think she's going to parlay that into 
how can I be an actress? I think that tweet was probably about a big role she was going for that she may not have gotten. Interesting. Well, that's, no, I agree with you that I think she wants this singing. Listen, her album, first of all, she was a couple of things that you said. A, she was on my show. B, you're right. You come on my show, you you do get like nine, six months where I'm like going to bow down to you. It's a little long now, Candy Gal. So you're starting to get in that category of like, I might say something bad about you because it's, you know, a year and two months ago doesn't keep me warm at night. So Candy Gal, come back because then I will sing your praises like Sarah's. You're right. When someone comes on my show and does the show, I will sing your praises for a good amount of time until you don't. And then, you know, you got to come back or I'm going to have to put you on the chopping block. Um, But I think I owe you lunch at Craig's. I think, you know, the latest is, you know, she put that out there. You know what I think also? I think Candy Gal listened to our talk. They all listen, Sarah. They say they don't, but they all, I have so many examples of things where I'm like, no, I, I, I think she listened. I listen. I never thought this isn't my ego. I oh my never. God, I keep thinking that no I one. Never, listened, I never. I never thought. I don't know. I never thought anyone listened. Honestly, I know but, we have a chart topping podcast, and I forget that every week when we do this, and I say so so much shit. Okay, go on. I don't think they listen to me. I think when it's when it's New Jersey, I do. I think the Jackie Goldschneider listens. I think I think they. I think when it's their thing, when they see Wendy Osefo on Behind the Velvet Rope. Giselle wants to hear. Can't put, same thing with Salt Lake. When I had Meredith Marks on, I know for a fact two of these little lovely women listened to see what Meredith was saying about that. So I think if Candy Gal sees her name in the, in the title, like she might have, I think personally, this sounds so ego driven, but I truly think she listened. And I think she was like, and I think she might have even seen the press that said Sarah Fraser says this. I get it. Mind I you, do. you also said, I don't want to reveal anything else. And it says that in the article. So it's, you, you have a good look on you for this. But, and you also said you thought she was coming back, but I think that she read it and she said, oh no, oh no, behind the velvet rope and Sarah Fraser, I will control the narrative of my return to Potomac. And I think she posted that person. You have that yet? Yeah, your opinion. My opinion is that she, her post has something to do with you and me. And that is so fucking ego. It sounds so ego driven, but I'm not, I think the timing of it is just strange. That it was announced that she's coming back, but you you were had an article that said Sarah Fraser, and she was like, "Oh, Sarah Fraser's gonna announce my return to control that fuck her." <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking. So I think she I listened right. and saw the press, and she was like, "I'm gonna throw them off." All right. I will control this and I'm going to get in fucking trouble by Bravo and I'm going to get in trouble. I mean, they get in trouble if they're like, I'm coming back everyone like five days before, but really you did nothing wrong. She's not mad at you. Well, that's okay. That's where I feel like you just nailed it. That's where I feel like, did I violate her friendship? Because you're right. They're not supposed to say, however, I have to say, I have a lot of TLC people on and there's supposedly all that bullshit about TLC too, where they're not supposed to, and they always fucking, they always go, well, I'll be back for season four, or there's definitely going to be a season two. They always say, so I just, I, mean, I have shit where like, threat. I have people, Carol Raswell, who's calling out producers and saying they suck. I mean, production and Bravo and Andy. And then I'm on the phone with Bravo, like 20 minutes later being like, can you make Lindsay from summer house happen for me, please? And no one calls me out. So I feel 
I, I feel this business is so fucking busy that whatever the drama is for 15 minutes, it's just like, you got to get like it. I run my own day like that. I'm like, okay, there's drama here from eight to eight 15. And now I have to go on to the new drama. I can't deal with this ultimate anymore. So whoever's right. mad is mad and just let's move on guys. And I think ultimately like, because of, you know, racist things that they have and haven't addressed, I think they have bigger issues than if somebody reveals if they're coming back for a season I, at this point, especially where are we going on the sixth season of Real Housewives of Potomac? No, seven. Wasn't it the seventh season they announced? Seven. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah. But she's the point is, I owe you lunch and Candy Gal is coming back. And you predicted it. And when she texted you and said she was coming back and I called bullshit, she was right. So, Candace. (laughs) Welcome back. Now, come on my show. I, I listen. I love Candace. I've always said it. I think she's drop dead gorgeous. She I, I do. I think so she's beautiful. drop dead gorgeous. She's she's nice. She she was nice to me. Really, she was. Look, I have to tell you, and I'm biased because I lived in D.C. for so long, but I love that franchise. All of them, Wendy. All of them, you know, the only person I really haven't met is Giselle. And I'm not, I, and I really actually am kicking myself. I should actually reach out to her. Cause again, you defend her all the time. You say she's amazing. Um, she's, listen, she's, I think so far she has a thing with me where she will do my show once a season at the beginning of the season. That's it. Do not ask Giselle to come back twice. Do not ask her during the reunion at the beginning of the season, Giselle will come back and check in and give me an interview. I mean, what more could I really ask for right i mean i love karen huger i've met karen and ray multiple times karen and i co-hosted a bloomingdale's um fashion and perfume launch she I was almost great. went to that one and see i i went to the yes. one remember i called you i went to the yes. one here in huntington long island to try to lock down the grand dom for the behind the velvet rope and it didn't quite go that she was very lovely but she was like honey we have to go through do you want to hear something okay i'm not gonna reveal i have some dirt about karen about. Really? Listen, I think there are, how can I put it this way? I think there are things that she would do to go on a podcast. I think if there were things offered to her, she would say yes. Oh, if she would get paid. Okay. Um, well, I will tell you this. What, She's Sarah? Around, what did you say about Karen Huber? <laughs> no, I don't care. <laughs> I didn't say it. I will tell you only my experience. Karen has been on my podcast. It took a very long time. Karen feels that she does not need a lot of exposure. She feels like she's very picky. I'm sure, I feel like she has to do your show. Your show is bigger than mine. Like she should be doing your show. I will just tell you this. They never even asked or mentioned payment ever, ever. She came on and did my show. I don't even know. A year ago? Maybe. A year. Well, honey, then, maybe because uh, you never know asked her. Payment. Maybe Maybe local, maybe just the local. I think the local connection is it, you know, was it obviously I've I've moved from DC to LA, so I'm not sure how much that's going to hold up anymore, but, um, maybe that was it, you know, I don't know, but candy gal, welcome back Potomac. Let's go. Let's go. I think this past season to me was not as great as the Candace Monique season. I'm with you. How could you top the binder? Look, I wish Monique was coming back, but like we talked about last episode, you know, she's moved on to love and marriage, you know, DC. She's, she, you know, she it was so obvious that Monique and Chris hated the franchise. Hated. Um, but I, I miss Monique. Monique with that binder was, that was epic reality Bravo television classic. And I don't understand why Bravo was not better to Monique. I don't know. What? No, she, and when she came on here, we talked all about this, but 
what do you think is the more iconic prop now that you mention it at the reunion the binder which Monique has now made into a whole YouTube and YouTube videos and music Mo Monique's binder or 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 Kim Richards and the bunny giving it back to Lisa Rinna what's more mm -hmm. iconic I think the bunny unfortunately like the bunny is number one and then number two is the binder absolutely because the, they, just no matter what I mean now I think you and I've talked about this, but Beverly Hills has really surpassed even Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta was like the marquee, but I do think Beverly Hills is so big. It almost transcends pop culture. You know what I'm saying? Like they mesh with the Kardashians. Now they feel, you know, it's, it's so big. So yes. Funny. Yes. And yes. And by the way, I think an epic fail of a prop at the reunion is Dr. Osefo with her blown up text that is like, you know, like those big monopoly when they hold it up like four. <laughs> yes. That doc, Dr. Osefo, go back to school and figure this out. Like call call Monique and get get a lesson in this. That that's that's an yeah, epic fail. Yeah, it was too much. It didn't really work the way she wanted it, I think. Well, speaking of summer house, let's take a minute. You know, you're 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 new to the franchise. What are you mm -hmm. thinking of our and by the way, there's some very bitter person, which that's okay. I still love my listeners, even though you're bitter, but someone has decided to tell me to go fuck myself that, um, and they do it in the public comments. So go find these public comments. But, okay. Um, still love you listener. I mean, I love all the listeners. It's someone with like, you know, no face has like two followers. So you created this account <laughs> to tell me to fuck off, which is cool. You guys could all create, leave all the comments you want, leave nasty ones, guys. I don't care. Um, on the IG, that's where it is. Um, cause we have lots of people on YouTube today, but they basically have multiple times have said from you and me speaking, I guess you and our, maybe it was, I think it was you. We, we did, a I did a show about Vanderpump rules that have like the ratings are down for Vanderpump rules, period. Now that is a fact. So let's just drop okay. that. That's, that's a fact. And this person decided to comment that, you know, I go fuck myself that the ratings for summer house are down and they hope that no one from vanderpump rules ever comes on my show lisa lala sheena stassi because how dare i trash vanderpump rules mind you i've had lala i've had sheena i've had many other people from vanderpump rules there will be people coming back very soon from vanderpump rules but how dare i talk about the disgusting ratings for vanderpump rules and here i am you and i doing a show about summer house and how great it is and how dare I not mention the shit ratings on Summer House. So for you bitter listener that left this comment, this is for you. The ratings on Summer House ain't so great. They're not. They're shit. It's, it's, Summer House is different. It's, it's, I'm not giving it a pass. It's just that the Vanderpump had a fall from grace. That was all I was trying to say. To me, it was the best show on Bravo that has ever existed in the history of Bravo. That's my personal opinion. At the height of it, it was my number one show ever that has ever existed on Bravo. No close second. And it just, I thought this past season was horrible. I, I didn't like it. I love Lala, love, she loved the people on it. I just didn't like it. Summer House, I don't know what the latest numbers are, but the ratings are not so great now. No, they're not. So they, there you go. But, you know, I think that they are better than when it started. Summer House is like the little show that could. But what, well, here, okay, right here. Oh, 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 oh. It okay, started- it started this season at 600,000. That ain't so great. That's terrible. But wait, it gets worse. What? It went to then like 585, 541, 480. 
they won't keep it. You don't think? But this no, is- no. I mean, even even OC, which is struggling, and Andy defends. I mean, in whatever in DDR, however they they track that metric. I mean, it still gets to about a million. I think I think the threshold is seven hundred and fifty thousand or higher. I don't think if mm-hmm. if that is for, I doubt it. May I present two arguments of why they will keep Summer House? I'm just okay. A, these ratings have been this forever. I just looked up the prior seasons. They've been this oh. for a while. Okay, and here's, here's the real reason. Kyle even joked about this at BravoCon. It's so cheap to produce. You th- Renting a house in the Hamptons for the summer, I just rented one. I will be in the Hamptons for five months. Come to the Hamptons. I'm, oh literally, I'm literally selling. And when I say selling, I mean, I'm, no, I'm not charging anyone. But unless anyone, I'm literally, the calendar is filling up. We have, I'm literally taking residence in the Hamptons for five months, right down the street from the one, the only <laughs> Miss Countess Luanda Lesseps <laughs> in Sad Harbor. So come find me. But the I... weeks are, the weeks are booking up. People are like screaming. I want that. I'm literally at a Hamptons calendar. So get out your calendar, Sarah. But here's I the deal. I want to come when Kim D is coming. Kim D is like driving. She's like, I'm going to be there every week. I'm like, whatever you want, dear. I don't, I, there's too much. Just do what you okay. want. Um, renting a house in the Hamptons ain't cheap. And I didn't rent a house like that big. So they, that's an expense. Sure. But short of that, the cast, I mean, you look at like a Stasi, uh, a Jax, what they were making, this cast makes shit. They make nothing. Really? Kyle, Kyle has even said it. Yeah, of course they make more now, but they don't when make you a say lot of money. nothing, what do you think they make 10 grand an episode? 12, 20,000 an episode? How many episodes are there? Let's just say there's 20 episodes. 12, 30, okay, are there? Okay, are there well, no, let's just say 15. Um, I don't know, 10,000 an episode, like 150. Okay, well, Kyle and Carl and Lindsay make a good amount, sure. And I think second tier, Paige. And Amanda are probably the second tier to what those three make. But then, I mean, I think Andrea and, and Maya and Sierra and all these new people probably make a dollar, 60,000, 50,000. I don't think they make a lot, really. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs, joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to badlandsranch.com slash velvet in order right now to get 
50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. It's sandal season, and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now with the new Croc-style sandals, I embrace those feel-good summer vibes all year long. And you can too. I love Croc's new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. Their Brooklyn sandals, they're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now you get 20% off your next purchase at crocs.com. Just use the code sandals20 at checkout. That's sandals20 at crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. Bombas's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you're also giving to someone who's in need. Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the most comfortable clothes you can't wait to put on every day. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, which is my favorite part, and has a luxurious, cozy feel. Now you guys are listening to my podcast, so you're all reality TV fans. I'm sure you've seen Bombas on Shark Tank. Shout out Damon John. And listen. Do you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? That's why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. Their socks come in so many colors and patterns. So far, Bombas customers like yourself have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. Go to bombas.com slash velvet and get 20% off any purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash velvet for 20% off. Bombas.com slash velvet. Think back to when you were younger, when some more senior folks in your life told you, appreciate what you have while you have it. You know that saying, youth is wasted on the young? Well, let me tell you, it's true. As I age, I've turned to NAD plus supplementation. It's really become an important part of my health routine. Staying youthful in so many different ways, including energy, is really important to me. NAD, you may not know, is found in every single cell of your body, but the body doesn't have an endless supply. Actually, your NAD plus levels decline as you increase in age. That's why I've turned to Basis by Elysium Health. Basis has increased my energy. I'm less tired. It's actually even helped with my workouts. And do you know at Elysium Health, they have dozens of the world's best scientists working with them and eight are Nobel Prize winners. So here's a special offer for you guys, my Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. Go to trybasis.com slash velvet and enter code velvet at checkout to save 10% off basis prepaid plans as well as other Elysium Health supplements. This episode is sponsored by Skillshare. Skillshare is the world's largest online community for creativity. Members around the world turn to Skillshare for discovering inspiration, learning new skills, and putting their talents to work in ways that they care about. When I first turned to Skillshare, I wanted to take a class on entrepreneurship. But man, I got lost in the rabbit hole of Skillshare in a really good way. They have so many classes to choose from, and it's such a nurturing, fostering community of creativity. The best 
best class that I just took was productivity for creatives. There are freaking not enough hours in the day, and I am always trying to find better ways to be creative. I didn't think it was possible, but this class really helped me. And they cover so many categories, illustration, graphic design, photography, lifestyle, productivity, my personal favorite, marketing, music, entrepreneurship. Need I go on? Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash velvet and get a one month free trial. That's one month free at Skillshare.com slash velvet. Wow. Okay. Well, you're right. It does come down to, you know, this God, you've owned a business. I mean, if they can sell ads, if they can get, if they can get ad coverage and it is cheap to produce, you're absolutely right. Even if it has 488,000 people, absolutely. If they can't sell ads, I'm telling you, that's it. I'm telling you, I just looked at them. They've they've had these ratings forever. And I mean, compare that to like, I assume it costs you know, Roni is in a state of crisis because you have a million dollars for Ramona, a million dollars for the Countess. You have like 800 for Sonia. You had like 200,000 for Leah. You had 60,000 for Ebony. There you go. That Those those were the salaries on that. Yeah, that's a big number. That's, that's big. And, you know, if they bring back Tinsley, I'm sure Tinsley is not going to do it for cheap. You know, I mean, so yeah, that's, that is, it's a, it's a much bigger budget. It's a much bigger budget. And then you look at like, again, I think Fancy Pants Dubrow got a million to come back. I just, I'm convinced of that. And she's never told me that, but I'm convinced of it. Can we just dish? Because you just had her on for a second. Can I just ask you something? It's fascinating to me because it's not just you. I think she did some other interview. Maybe it was for Bravo or someone. I'm I'm curious. She seems to come on these shows without makeup, without glam. Is that to basically show people like, this is how good I look at, is she 50 or 50 something? Okay. Let's unpack all this. First of all, yes. Whatever other podcast she did, it wasn't a real podcast. Like she only does us weekly. And like, I, that's another one. I will sing Heather Dubrow's praises from now until she's yes. Say what you want, guys. I'm very self-serving, but it actually serves all of you because then they come on. Yeah. We can ask them these questions. Heather and Terry came on before. They were great to me and Heather was great to me. She came on with no makeup. Yep. She was in a ski jacket. I love it. Um, but she I, only I does really big- very brave. I thought it was interesting. I was like, wow, is I wonder if this is strategic or it was. Yeah. I mean, she looked great without makeup, um, but I was really surprised she did your show without makeup surprised right a little surprised um yeah I don't know what her you know I wasn't I guess the next time I talked to her maybe I should just say like you do a lot of things without makeup can I ask why I mean she might tell me to fuck off but I can put that on my agenda if that will make you happy I just I would be curious you know most of the time when I see a lot of the housewives you know I mean Lisa from Real Housewives of Salt Lake I mean they they Meredith when she's been on your show they seem to be glammed and um it was just interesting you know for someone as high profile as her I I thought it was very brave but I was also surprised I was like hmm, I wonder if that's a str- is if that's a strategy to show Terry's work I don't know Intro- Sarah that is an interesting concept <laughs> I, that's I didn't quite think of it like that, but okay, that's, well, okay. That's very interesting. Um, My work, his work is so good on my face. I don't even need fucking makeup. That's what it seemed like to me. It was the ultimate F you. Huh? Well, listen, I think, yes, Heather's in her fifties and I I don't know. I think she's really pretty. That's just, oh my God. Are you kidding? You'd have to tape me up. Like, I mean, I'm planning a mini facelift at like 43 or 44, but I mean, yeah. 
you would have to tape me up. And she looked really good without makeup. She looks really good. Um, yeah. So, right. So I'm just saying, I think she's a million. So I think that's the difference. And Shannon Bedore's probably five, oh, yeah. six something. So that's the difference between New York. And I think Summer House, I think it could exist at these numbers. I really do. Honest, uh, honest and true. I'm still into it. It's great watching. I absolutely love how Kyle bought Amanda nothing for her 30th birthday. Amanda's amazing. Like I would have dumped his ass right there. Like I, you know, my husband is not the great, he's become a good gift giver. And he just threw his little mini surprise birthday party for me when we moved out here to LA. I was like, I was like, oh my God, you like have totally stepped up your game. But if he came to my 30th party with nothing and then showed up with some fucking flowers and spilt the water out of the vase, I would have been like, I don't see it. Like I just, she's amazing to stay with him. He just, it's, he's too old to be that clueless. And I will put my money on, look, I wish nothing but happiness for everyone just because I'm single and going to die alone. But I would hope that Amanda and Kyle last and I would hope that Carl and Lindsay last, but brand new couple alert. Like I put my money on Carl and Lindsay. I really think Carl and Lindsay are going to last. I really do. They were friends for like six plus well, years and she wanted this from him. She wanted this from him summers ago and he was a fuck boy as he says and now after losing a brother to addiction oh. you know right i can like and yeah. getting sober i mean he wakes up i really like just looking at the body language to me it's like carl we even see now on the show carl is saying things like you know i'm ready i, I think i want a relationship and it's just like it just makes sense to me that Lindsay has wanted this with somebody but like, you haven't seen I mean, this is why when Bravo said rank the people you want to talk to from Summer House, Lindsay was my number one because she's been a dating mess. I love a good mess. And we talked about that. And like, so she's wanted something with somebody and then to have it with like your best friend, someone that you actually have already slept with a million times in the past and wanted this with. It's just she's in and he seems like he's like, oh, my God, this has been under like who else could come along that will replace someone who is like your truly good friend that you also want to fuck. I don't know. I I really am putting my money on Carl and Lindsay. Amanda and Kyle, I I ain't convinced, but I I wish they are wonderful. They've done my show. I wish them nothing wrong. Just being, you know, an older woman over here that has seen the world. I don't think they're going to break up today, tomorrow, the next just life is long you know life is long and just things happen in life that's all I I hope I'm wrong they see they do seem very in love you know both of them seem very connected to one another I just I don't know you know I mean I know a woman very you know she's in media she's in news but she's with a guy and you know he never gives her a gift on any holiday or her birthday and it's it it's it creates a resentment it creates a resentment It, it is a it's a small thing, but it's a big thing. And, 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 you know, it's always the small things that cause divorce. It's not the major ones. It's always the little things that add up. And I well, just think gifts are important. Even if it's a shitty gift, even if it's not the right gift and you can take it back and exchange, it's the, uh, it's the, like, there's no excuse for, it's just poor planning not to have something. It's poor planning. And listen, <laughs> speaking about, you know, love and love 
is love enough? I guess that's the question here today. Is love uh, enough? Well, no, because we have a new breakup, fresh oh, off the press, cool. just just released. Um, I don't even know if you're gonna know who these people are, but Probably Josh not. Josh Flag and Bobby <gasps> Boyd. I saw that. I saw his very blunt announcement of we're getting Bobby and I are divorcing. <gasps> but, what do you think? What do you think? But Bobby's statement was much different. They come to the same. They both have love for each other. And but Bobby's statement was not like, I mean, Josh just starts. Bobby and I are divorcing, period. But Bobby's is way longer and way more sensitive. So you should read his too. But look, I've had them both on my show separately. I just from an outsider's point of view, just from watching, I mean, this, I really, truly think, I mean, Josh, when we met him, had a boyfriend, like Josh wanted to live in the Beverly Hills Hotel for the rest of his life. And so then he did the house and all that. But I really feel like Bobby's lost both of his parents, like at this young age to cancer, I believe both of them to cancer. And so I just feel just having had them both on my show, what the fuck do I know? I think Bobby, because they've also alluded to the fact that they want different things. I think Bobby wants the white picket fence, which they have, but he wants children, like true children, family. And I, I personally don't think Josh wants children, which you're rich enough. Can't you just have the kids and like leave them with like nannies all day? I mean, I know that's a very insensitive thing to say, (laughs) but I mean, like, I don't know, like, can't you just have the children and like be a hands off dad? Even, even if you hire nannies, look as someone, I only have a part-time one. So I, but it is, it is so much work. And like, if you want, I don't know, see, I didn't, I, I enjoyed Josh, Josh flag so much on million dollar listening, but I didn't really get into Bobby. I didn't really get into their relationship. So I don't know anything about it aside from it was shocking because when I have seen them together, they've seemed very loving. I thought it was more of a class issue myself because I do know, you know, Bobby comes from more humble beginnings. Uh, you know, Josh Flag's obviously probably old money. Um, and I think they started out thinking, oh, this will be great. And then, you know, I think Josh Flag probably wants another old money guy that, you know, can relate to his lifestyle is my thought. But I, mm-hmm. I'm just... That's, I don't know, but you know them, you've interviewed them. I don't know anything except for the short things I've seen. Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I am Sterling Brown. We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Why would you want to look all over for candidates that are not going to be qualified? How do you think I've staffed this entire office that helps me run this Behind the Velvet Rope podcast? Indeed. Do you think I have time to spend hours on multiple job sites? 
hoping to find candidates that might have the right skills. Indeed makes it easy to hire and offer so much. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of qualified candidates with resumes that actually match your job description. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash Velvet. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash Velvet to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash Velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From Wondery, Rich and Daily is a podcast you guys have to check out. What do they deal with? They give you your daily dose of celebrity gossip. Is there anything we like here better behind the velvet rope, you guys, than celebrity gossip? You know the answer is no. Kim and Pete? Courtney and Travis? Is there going to be a wedding? Of course, but when is the wedding going to be? What is Chris Jenner going to plan this wedding? So many questions. They keep us posted on everything. Host Brooke Schifrin and Arisha Skidmore-Williams. They're comedians, they're besties, and they're the perfect guides to spill all the celebrity tea. They'll keep you up to speed on the secrets, the scandals, the news, and the entertainment world. It's like a one-stop shop for your celebrity gossip. And look, Brooke and Arisha, they're like me. They don't hold back on nothing. They tell it like it is. What's fact? What's fiction? Don't worry. Brooke and Arisha will get to the bottom of it. Listen to Rich and Daily on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen and free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Look what's going on in our world today, especially in our world of reality TV, Twitter and Instagram. We see people posting that look beautiful and glamorous and rich and they look like they have everything. And listen, it's creating a lot of self-esteem issues amongst people. If you're struggling with issues of low self-esteem or anything else, body issues, anxiety, one size does not fit all when it comes to looking for help or therapy. That's why I'm telling you, you need to turn to Talkspace. Talkspace Online Therapy gives you unlimited access to a licensed therapist that is set aside to meet your needs and help you with the issues that you're looking to work out. In today's world, everybody is so busy, but listen, Talkspace understands you need to set time aside to put yourself first. They have chat, video, audio options for live sessions, and you can get support on your own terms from any device. Get the one-size-fits-one support you need with Talkspace. Sign up today at Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with promo code VELVET. That's $100 off at Talkspace.com, promo code VELVET. I, my mind, listen, I, I mean, what the hell do I know? That's a very interesting takeaway. I, I just assume like Josh has so much money that like you look at Bobby's wrist, like he has the Rolex. Listen, Bobby is a successful, you know, he might've bought the Rolex since I just thought Josh has so much that like whoever comes along for the ride, he's paying. I mean, Josh also likes things. Like he wants to wake up on a Monday and say, I want escargot. And that will be in France, not down the street at Craig's and then fly to Paris. So I think no matter who Josh is with, like, I just think he would, unless it's a few select people that have money. I just think I never thought he minded paying for everything. And then I'm not degrading Bobby because he makes a salary, but Josh just has a shitload of money. I mean, I asked Bobby when he's on my show, like, you know, this is the stereotype, please debunk it. But I, that's interesting. I really thought my mind went to the children that like this, he wants a true family with parents that have passed and just like, he wants like 
Yeah. Listen, it's the same no, reason right. Chris It's the same reason Chris um and Jason Oppenheim broke up from selling yeah. sunset. So I don't believe you look, have the child like you will never. I always tell people if you are at all, because I did not want kids until I turned 35. Like I had no interest. I I hated children. I never babysat. And then it like completely kicked in. I was like, oh my God, I want a family. Like I if you are at all curious, you should have them because they are the most amazing. There's so much work. So even with money, it helps, but there's still so much work. So, but it's the most rewarding thing. So I don't blame Bobby. Like if that's, if you're probably correct, cause you're more of an insider than I am. I, he should have the family. He should have the kids, especially I think losing both your parents. It's that's a game changer emotionally, the depth of you emotionally. And maybe Josh just, yeah. I mean, if Josh isn't there with it, that's a lot. So good for Bobby. If that's what they, if he wants. I'm convinced. And it's the same reason Jason and Chris broke up. And I say two things to all of this. A they're both look, Bobby's hot. So he's going to find someone that is going to be loving and lick. He'll, they'll probably be way less eccentric than Josh and ah. they will offer him a real true marriage. And Hey, Josh, call me. I don't want kids. So like, great. Oh my I, God. Was, I, I was out last night having drinks with the one, the only Miss Dana, R-H-O-B-H, $25,000 sunglasses, Wilkie. And her daughter was with us. I think I'm allowed to say that. I never, does everyone know Dana has a daughter? But maybe I'm revealing something I shouldn't. But anyway, too late now because I just said it. But the point I'm trying to make is at some point during our drinks, Dana finished at my place. She had, I think, three. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm not alcohol shaming her. I'm just, I'm just counting guys. Dana had like three or four glasses of champagne here and then had a bottle of wine at, where we went for drinks and then she was going out afterwards. I had like two, I had like two martinis, but at somewhere when she finished the bottle, because you know, we all change and we drink a little bit. She was like, my daughter is everything. And the words weren't slurring that much, a little bit. And she was telling me like, you know, that I'm, what did she say? She said, I'm disconnected. And one day I'm going to want children. And I'm like, listen, listen, honey, like there's just things that, I know about myself and it's like, so I understand it both ways. Like I understand like a Jason Oppenheim or like a Josh who just doesn't want children. It's just, and you know what? Bravo to those people. Bravo to me. I mean, yes. More people who shouldn't have children, you know, who, who just do it. Oh, I'm a straight woman. I'm a straight man. And this is what's expected of me. Just, you know, it's, I, I know that I don't have that, that in me. I have other no. things. You are so smart. And I always tell people I have two sets of gunkles. They were both like both sets were together for like 30 years and then 40 years. And then the partners, well, my biological uncles actually both passed. But anyway, both of them were like they they loved having nieces and nephews, but they did. They never wanted children and they never regretted it. They were like, and they, they honestly, they're so funny. I should have them on. Cause they, they do not understand the phenomenon of, um, gay men and women wanting kids because they, that was like their favorite part of being gay. <laughs> they were like, we don't want any fucking kids. And they've never, none of them have ever regretted it. So I think if that's how you feel, you should stick with your feeling because Kids are a lot of work. And, you know, honestly, if you don't want to have them, you just mess them up so much by bringing them into this world and really being distracted. So good for you. And I'm, I'm, I'm distracted. 
I'm listen, I already have thousands of children. They're listening to this podcast right yes. now. They are all my children, no matter how old they are. They are my babies. So I, it's not for me. I wouldn't be good at it. And I would be way too selfish and yeah. And I'm not going to be on my deathbed and say, well, now someone could take care of me. Cause that isn't even such a guarantee that just cause you have people that came out of you that they will be sitting by your bath bed, exactly. deathbed when you're ready to pass on to another place. So it's not for me. And I have said this before, if I met someone with children, I would consider dating them. That's a whole different thing. The older the children, the better. But (laughs) even if they were young, I would consider that. But it's like, it's just mentally different. Those are your children. But I also don't believe in commingling bank accounts. So I'm going to die alone. So I, what the fuck do I know? (laughs) I I don't believe in ever. And I don't believe in ever getting married either. So what I've taken away from this is I just pray that you end up with Josh Flagg because then you would have to move to LA. You would live at the Beverly Hills Hotel. I would come and have drinks and I could bring my kids so you could see what it was like. I would move to LA. I mean, I'm there all the time and I would be in New York. My other husband who's perfect for me doesn't seem to want me. Jeff Lewis is the other one who's perfect for me. I don't care. I like a difficult personality. I, I, I am so OCD in my house. You're making a face. You're not a fan of me and Jeff Lewis together. You're, you're not a Jeff fan of Jeff. Jeff seems torturous. Jeff, like Josh Flagg seems like there is something lovable. By the way, Bobby is so hot. Like they were a stunning couple. I told you. Like stunning. Um, I don't know. Lewis seems like a lot. I mean, don't you think? I mean, and I'm really good friends with Leah, with Leah Black from Miami, and she's really good friends with. Like, trust me, I've I've thrown myself in that direction before. It just doesn't seem to be happening for me. But I mean, Jeff, Jeff ends things. I mean, Jeff's difficult, and that's why it ends with his people. Even after Gage, I I don't know. I have a high threshold for difficultness. You just like gotta keep it to, I mean, I don't mind, you can infiltrate it to me, but like, you won't change me, but I'm very OCD about my house. I'm a mess in my fucking life, but like my house is like, you could eat off the floor. And if something doesn't go in this drawer or that drawer, it goes into the garbage. Like there's no, it's either like the thing has a place or it's thrown out the window or thrown down the trash. You get All it right, out of getting here. my own place in the Hamptons this summer. No, no, no. <laughs> For like a Hamptons lot. rental, I don't give a fuck. You All know. right, stay down the road. Okay. <laughs> no, but just, you know, my, my, my house. But anyway, so Josh, I'm here. Love you. And Josh has those parties. They invite Adrian Maloof, Tori Spelling, Candy Spelling. Like I, I'll, I'll entertain with Josh all day. I'll throw a party. That would be fabulous. Oh my God. So there's okay. that. Um, so, okay. So that's summer house. I don't know how we got on all of this. Um, <laughs> should we talk Salt Lake? We have rumored two new cast members. Yes. Cause you seem to know something about them. I mean, I heard these two names. I mean, I wouldn't know them from April and Amy. So I, you know, tell, well, tell us, tell us, the, tell us the names. No, I don't know anything about them, but I've observed, I've no one thing about them, but go on. Well, Tina Edwards is a real tool in Utah. She, I think, is a great addition. She's a woman of color. I love that. Love She's that they're gorgeous. bringing in diversity. Um, and then Angie Katsanovis. Katsanovis. Katsanavis. Am I saying it anywhere close? I usually mute She's it. Like, a Greek, a nice Greek gal. Okay. Um, don't know much about her except for she owns this lunatic kind of hair salon chain. It sounds like. Um, 
Okay, now, it, you know, looks very pretty in the pictures, in her pictures. Look, they both look on brand to me. I mean, let's not forget this is housewife. So I think we're going to film just like, you know, we did with Michelle Payas in New Jersey and we did with Tracy Lynn Johnson and we have a lot of friends of, so let's not count our, let's not count our housewives just yet. Let's see if they're up to the task and they're able to okay. be called housewives. I think they might end up as friends or one of them, but they physically look the part. Everyone looked them up. They look the part. They and, do. Yep. I'm on, um, right. Angie's uh, Instagram right now. Yeah, keep going. And a realtor. Okay, you know, some tie-ins with that. Maybe one of the gals. Hey, maybe Jen Shaw is looking for a new place to rent. We could tie in with that. Now, I know that, which one did you say was the, not the realtor? What's the other one's name? Angie. So Angie is this uh, very attractive. You're right. Very Greek, obviously. Very proud of it. Um. Again, looks the part, looks the part. You want to hear um, some gossip about Angie? Yes. Give me yeah, the well, dirt. You said you teased something. Just two minor things. A, she tried out for season one and didn't make it. That's that's what the word on the street is, according to my people. And which is no shade. I mean, Jenny, they all try out for a prior season. Try out. And guess what? Alert, alert. Now, I've talked about how I want to sleep with Evan Goldschneider, and I've talked about how I want to sleep with Ralph Pittman Jr. from that Atlanta down there. <laughs> we have someone else that I'd like to sleep with. Have you checked out Angie's husband? We got a hot husband over here in Salt Lake. Oh, I love over. a hot husband alert. Okay, wait, I'm scrolling. He's cute. <gasps> okay. We oh, have a he, new hot He's right? looking fine. Oh, yep. shit. They're all in like cowboy hats out there in yep. Utah. Ooh. Guys, there's another mm. house husband that I would like to sleep with. Sorry, Angie, come on the show, but I really want to sleep with your man. That's about it. Is- I think there's only three. Oh, you know who? And I would throw Harry Hamlin in there. I'd sleep with Harry Hamlin too. Um, absolutely. He's, 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 absolutely. Very, he's hot. He's distinguished and gorgeous. He just did an interview where he said that he doesn't pop Viagra, but every, every now and now, like it, he's 70, but he still gets it up regularly. Ah! Right now. I mean, this is not a lie. It's an interview. It's out there. I, I think, can't wait for my, I think husband it was on radio. Viagra. I think it was with Andy. So there you go. Okay. This guy, Angie's husband. I mean, this dude looks like Joe Rogan from the body down, but like way hotter face. I mean, this guy's like in the gym, he's lifting up like dead bells. Or whatever oh. they, I don't even know, dumbbells. I don't even know what they're called because I don't go to the gym. <laughs> check oh out. God, gorgeous. Gorgeous. And check out the Father's Day post. He's doing a little TikTok with his little daughter over there, like dancing, like swaying the hips and, you know, sashaying down the runway. So I like he's, it. He's not, and, you know, he's not opposed to embracing his, you know, feminine side. Love it. Okay. I'm um, here for these guys. So okay. Alert on that. I think, you know, we're not going to miss, you know, I think Mary was great. And, you know, there's Jenny. And I think Salt Lake is going to be, this was the best season of a housewife show in so long. And I think it's going to be great next season. So okay. there's Ooh. that. Now, oh, this poll that's going around, people are now saying, like, who do you feel? more warm to Erica or Jen Shaw. Is that what it is? I loved this. I saw this tweet and it was so great. It was um, a side-by-side of Erica and Jen. And it said, who 
through these scandals, who's become more likable to you? And I was like, oh, that's a great question. Because what's funny is I actually love Jen Shaw through the scandal so much. And that's terrible because she probably defrauded people out of their Medicare, Medicaid, completely scammed them. You know, they thought they were getting like a new doctor or whatever, signed away their life so she could buy Chanel and everybody at Louis Vuitton. I mean, that's terrible. It's terrible. Like she actually probably knew what she was doing versus Erica is just guilt by association, but it's so fascinating. Isn't it? Like, who are you? Who do you think is more likable through their scandal? Well, I was going to ask you, first of all, like, what did the comments say? Cause I would assume that 90, like, did anybody say Erica, anybody? I mean, I'm really curious. I feel the same thing you do. I feel like everyone is now turned. Everyone has pled guilty except for Jen Shaw. There's not one person left. Um, So if she's guilty, we're looking at some serious stuff here. She's being accused of actually doing things and Erica's being accused of really nothing other than knowing all sorts of things. So there is a little bit of a difference. You're right. You would think that you would, but there is something more inherently likable in Jen Shaw. There is. I can't explain why. I don't particularly am not warm and fuzzy towards either, but I think Jen would win for me. Yeah. It's so strange because I, I want to use the word warmth, but like they're neither one of them are like warm, but there's just something, I guess, more, I don't know, likable or, you know what it is? I think it's like Erica doesn't like Jen seems to have a little bit more of a sense of humor, if that makes sense. Yeah. And Jen and Erica just like, doesn't really I don't know. It doesn't really have it. Oh God, I was trying to look, find this. I mean, post. Erica is just like, everybody can go fuck themselves. And like- Yeah. Team people, team Jen Shaw. Erica, happy it worked out. No one ever truly thought she had a hand in anything. However, the way she acted was just so questionable. It hasn't um, worked out, guys. Like she's, there's no, not everything is dropped against Erica. It's being refiled. You're right. It's all Jen. Jen. And not that she shouldn't do the time if found guilty. I agree. If she's guilty, it's awful what she did. And I'm not a Jen fan in general. Did you write this? But I find her to be far more likable than Erica. I would kind of agree with that. I would kind of agree with that. You know, everybody is team Jen. That's what I would think. So I wonder, I, I really, my gut says it is probably because look, we, 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 we hate the housewife and then the next season comes and then we like that person look at Luann I fucking hated a lot of people hated Luann the first season or two yeah Luann was so unlikable you're right and then like she did turn a 180 and you know but Luann kind of had fun once she launched that countess tour it was like it was so great you know like it's in the building baby yeah Um, it was so good like it just did a 180 for me so good so there you go um yeah, no, I mean, for between those two, I would say Jen, and that's that. Um, what else do we? Oh, I mean, I do my weekly dives on Patreon with Kim D. Um, but uh, what do we think over here? Of uh, what do you think of RHO and J? Anything uh, got any thoughts? We okay, have Teresa's kids speaking up. We got, are, are you enjoying this? I Maybe? am, I, you know, what? I'm, and you know what? I, I'm. Because I, 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 I was always fascinated with Tiki Barber's um, affair story with his wife. They don't say a lot on the show, but I really, I, but I, I kind of want them to be, I, I kind of want them to stay. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I like, 
I like Tiki Barber. I like, and um, I like his wife and I want them to reveal more because I'm very fascinated about their lives. Like he was, I mean, I'm sure you recall this, but he was like set to be television royalty. I mean, his career was on the path of Matt Lauer. Like they were going to make him, you know, I wouldn't have been, I would not have been surprised if that's good. And then, you know, now when you look back, it's like, was that even really a scandal? I mean, yeah, he cheated on his pregnant wife, which is absolutely horrible. But really, I mean, in hindsight of what we've seen these men do on Me Too, was it really that fucking big of a deal? I mean, I don't know. Did I just sound like- Well, no, like, like would it be? No, I mean, like, if it happened today, would it be that big a deal? And listen, I like the teakster there. I, I'm Me loving too. the teakster. It's just funny. It's just funny. Right. It's just funny that like this is the Teeksta and here he comes and like this man, like you're all like this is child's play. Like this guy and this woman have been through this like before any of you were born. Okay, like like Jennifer Aiden before you were in your mother's womb, not knowing what was going on. These people were dealing with like an international scandal. Right. So like, I mean, that man lost his career. He lost his career. Like he was on Howard Stern. Great interview. He needs to be on your show. Tiki does. Trust me. I'd like Tiki. I'd like the Tiksta. The Tiksta needs to do your show because, you know, he basically says like everyone, I think Matt, I think don't quote me. You have to listen and you'll ask him this when he's on your show. But I mean, I think was like he on Stern recently though, or like way back? Maybe it was a year ago. No. Okay. And he basically was like the day that that happened and all unfolded, like everyone that he had worked with at today, like stopped speaking to him, like Al Roker, like everybody. Like, I mean, no, I think, I think maybe like Kathy Lee or um, maybe Hoda or someone had called him to see if he was okay. Like he was dead to them after working with them after it's just, it's so amazing to me, like how petty, you know, TV people can be sometimes. Um, But anyway, I mean, you know, he was like obviously in love with this woman. So that's the thing. It's like, but I mean, at the same time, like when she gets involved, he's probably like, whatever, do the fucking reality show. Like we've been through so much worse. What's going to happen? I mean, it's coming out for a whole new generation, but it's like, it's already out there people. So like, just do the stupid show. We've been through worse before. Right. I mean, it's shitty. And I think, I think when they started having the affair, like she was basically like in college or, and I know she was like an intern at, you know, NBC or something. So you know, I mean, it, it was, look, it was poorly done. I'm sure he regrets it, but he obviously was like in love with her. And, you know, I don't know. In in hindsight of what we've seen these other men do, it's like, I don't know. Should uh, he have lost everything over that? I'm loving New Jersey though this season. Totally. Me great. too. I'm so in it. I love it. I actually love Teresa and Louie. I love Louie. Like I, I like Louie. I kind Talk of tell us about that. That's, you know, listen, Kim D does not. So let's really? hear, let's, let, let's, let's hear the opposite well, opinion this week, guys. So, cause you know, cause we, we, we let everyone voice their opinion here. Kim probably knows more of the word on the street than I do clearly, but I love, I love that he's emotionally available. I think he's really into Teresa. I think he tries to deal with things head on. I think there's an awkwardness about him that he's not quite comfortable in front of the camera yet. You know, he's doing it for Teresa. He knows the deal, but he's not quite comfortable with himself. Um, But I love it. I love that he's on a spiritual journey and um, I think he's good for her. I really like it. Yes. But, you know, again, maybe Kim... Kim probably knows things I don't know. I just know them from television. That's it. 
she has a much different opinion. But look, I mean, <laughs> I hope, look, I do think there's something about somebody who dates a lot of people and it doesn't work out and you might've treated them like shit, but you have, if you meet the person that is your person, it all changes, right? So I, I do believe that like, however shitty you must've been in the past or whatever skeletons, like, well, what happens when you meet your actual person? It, you might be a, you might be a different person. I don't know. That is your, that's the other argument. I've said this to Kim on air. I mean, I'm not so, I'm so mixed about Louis. I, I do know a lot of things and I know a lot of people. Oh, you do? Oh, and, and what do they say? He's phony. Like what he's presenting is all bullshit. And he's really kind of like a scammer too. Like he's. Well, now I know one of his exes. I've spoken to an ex who might oh. be making an appearance behind the road. Oh, oh and the God, thing is, so look, I mean, you can just, you know, it's just more like the same type of thing Kim says, like, this is a narcissist who mm. has a plan and it ends a certain way. And it's just like, I don't know. But here is the thing, like a lot um, of these women that he's been with that I know have left him allegedly, you know, I'm just going on hearsay. So that's where, to me, it's interesting because someone acts a certain way eventually and these women leave. Teresa doesn't leave. She didn't really leave. Oh my God. Joe had to be extradited essentially to Italy before she really, you know, I mean, it was like, you know, until, until he wasn't welcome back in this country, it really wasn't over. You know, I mean, uh, I pray for Teresa. He's such a good guy. I, I, you know, and I just am rooting for her. You know, she's been through it all and like to survive and keep going and raise four girls and be with, uh, I fucking hate Joe so much. Joe is such a meathead, you know? Uh, it, and I think yeah. most, oh, there's a lot of people that root for Teresa. I think that's the thing. Like, I don't think she's so, you know, is she warm and fuzzy in real life? Eh. No, no, I'm sure not. But you root for her, right? Like you do root. She's given so much to the show. She's given so much to like everything, right? So like, well, why I th- not? Root I for think her? over the years, I, I can't say she's my favorite housewife, but I think what I've appreciated is the loyalty. Like, like she is loyal. And, you know, she loves her daughters. And, you know, I do think this whole going to prison, we did see a whole new side of her, you know. Um, and I don't know, there's, you know, there's something about her that is likable, even though she's not warm and fuzzy. I, I agree. Okay. I but- agree. Anything else going on? I mean, I told you somebody reached out to me from one of your world. You, you cover a thousand pounds and, and oh, you know, yes, yes. Um, I don't know a thousand pounder from a sister wife. I don't know any of that shit, but somebody has reached out to me that would like to make an appearance here behind the rope. I, I think you texted me their name. Isn't it one of the doctors on um, my feet are killing me? Right. So first of all, what show exists that is called My Feet Are Killing Me? Let's just start with that. I mean, mean, talk about you reading. 
talk about you reading Candace, um, Candace's text and then getting in trouble. <laughs> I mean, I guess I shouldn't read everything that this gentleman said to me, but he's a model. Okay, let's do we have any shirtless pictures for this gentleman? Let's see. Okay, let's see this, honey. Look, it's people that have, as mm. you can imagine, my feet are killing me. Growths, you know, ingrown toenails that have never been. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, wait, is this guy like a guest? Is it like, is that what it is? Like, no, it's not a doctor. It's one of the guests. I'm not trying to shade this person. It's just like, we can't take everybody here behind the rope. Um, it's not the hot doctor. Answer. There's no criticism because I said that once and someone came after me. Yeah, I wanted to come on and you think you're better than me. No, I don't. I'm just, I'm not working a 25th fucking hour in the day. Um, TLC. It's not patient. the hot doctor, Brad. No, she, this uh, guy's a patient. He's a patient and the nudist. A nudist. Oh, well, that sounds and interesting. He's a patient and a 2000 American reality television recipient as best new cast for the show. My scene, I'm not, I'm not making this guy feel bad. It's just like, I got to research who this is. And like, I would like to have everyone on, but I just, I just, I have to, like, I have to focus on what these listeners want. That's all that matters. But I will say lovely gentleman who reached, he seems like a lovely gentleman. I just got to figure out who this is and if we could have him on at some point. I love TLC, but I cannot get into, I mean, they have a new show out called stuck and it is people that get objects stuck in their body. And the only one I could watch was the woman who got a vibrator stuck in her butthole. Like that one was comical. Like I could do that, but they have a woman on in like last week's episode that got a high heel stuck in her eye. Like I am not interested in. Oh my God. A high heel in the eye. That sounds like horror, like really some freak acts. I just like, I can't do my feet are killing me is all kinds of people that have like warts that have overgrown their feet and now they can't walk. Like I can't. That How do you watch that? Me. And then me neither. Even I've had Dr. Pimple Popper on. Love her. She's amazing. She's great at giving you a skincare routine. But I don't need her, to I see her. On. You should have her on. She's she's really fascinating. But I don't need to see her cut a eight pound, you know, blackhead that's become infected that someone left for 20 years off someone's back. Like I'm I'm good. I don't. blame you no 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 i i do not blame you at all but look you should have her on she has like something like 14 million followers on tiktok of people that watch her you know remove pus and everything that's the thing go for it but i am i cannot watch these shows sorry um i don't blame you no david i think we covered it all i think you you love your tlc though you love it. I do. I love, I'm obsessed. I mean, 90 day fiance before the 90 days, honestly, welcome to Plathville. It is so good. I mean, my husband is always like TLC is just basically all kinds of shows where nothing happens. And I'm like, I know, but it's so fascinating. It's just, their shows are so good. I'm obsessed with this new one, thousand pound best friends, which is four friends that weigh over a thousand pounds together. And they're trying to lose weight and they're hysterical. And they're all best friends. Yeah. And you know, I'm not sure that it's going well, but they're entertaining to watch. I mean, well, I mean, that sounds kind of entertaining, but like, I just can't take on life. I I, I can't take on another show. It's like, we're we're at the, we're at the max. Unless Bravo has another show for us. You are such an insider. Candy and the gang, we got to watch. I want your review. We have to do a review on that because you've said it's a hot number. It's going to be good. Well, I don't know, but I have, I mean, if it's like the new Vanderpump, look, they're doing a lot of press. Miss Burris has landed 
in the city of York, new Miss Candy is in town, everybody. For everyone who lives in New York. Oh, are we getting ready to have a little spoiler here? Go hit the streets. The one, the only Miss Candy Burris has landed in New York. And she is here. She was at the stock exchange last week with Todd and Don Juan and Mama Joyce. And uh, Miss Burris is doing press all week, guys. This the show is hers. This is listen. Miss Burris has wanted this spinoff for a really long time. So I, uh, I think Candy's Candy's a big wig. You know, she's 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 like she's she's like a Rina. She has a whole life outside of Housewives. So I hope that uh, I hope this show does well for Miss Burris. Me too. Very curious. Okay, you know. Um, well, where can everyone find you? They can find me behind the velvet rope on Apple, on Spotify, lots of other places podcasts are found, or just go to Instagram at behind velvet rope. By the way, we have clips on YouTube all day. Sarah, your clips are doing really well, by the way. Um, so we, we I love us together. Yes. Yes. We like share clips. So, you know, for all of the YouTube people out there that are watching on YouTube, Thank you for watching. It's not full podcast. It's clips. So you got to choose. You want to listen to the full chat? That would be me. But love our YouTube fan base. And that is building up. I don't know what's going on. I'm having You're a taking moment. Off. YouTube, the YouTube is becoming a thing out of nowhere. And I don't know. I wish I knew the magic sauce of how we got here, but I don't. But it seems to be. Working. But it's working. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I love, you know, David, obviously I adore us doing these shows together. The Sarah Fraser show fans love you. They love behind the velvet rope. Of course, the Sarah Fraser show. I do a lot of TLC reality stars. So if you do watch Bravo and then you watch 90 days and you watch Darcy and Stacey, I have a lot of them on. I put out new episodes Monday through Wednesday. The Sarah Fraser show is every Everywhere podcasts are played, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio. Um, and I'm on TikTok. I do a lot of my stuff on TikTok, the Sarah Fraser show and Instagram, same name. Oh, you're just everywhere. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with you. Well, you'll be back next week. We have a lot to say, guys. We have a lot to say. Ooh, I can't wait. And, uh, you know, we'll see. You know, at some point when Kim exits the building, um, and there's no more Kim on Patreon. You, th- these lovely chats of ours might be Patreon only because okay. we got to do something for Patreon. But right now, baby, you're on the main feed. Just people, main are, stage, getting, honey. people are getting to know you. They're loving you. And uh, hopefully that's all working out for you over there. So it is, David, <laughs> I'm always very grateful for you. And um, I hope I send people your way too. So love yeah, it. You know what? I think you did. I think someone the other day told me they were listening to me because of you. So thank you. Love you. Love you. All right, David. <sighs> Keep in touch. Bye, gorgeous. Bye. Talk to, you, talk to you later, baby gorgeous. Bye. Bye. See you soon. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. 
We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.